0: Well, isn't this exciting? First podcast episode of 2022, and I guess I should start by giving an announcement, a pretty big announcement. So Lucy has been on hiatus. She's one of our original co-hosts, and since then I've been trying to scrounge up guest hosts for the last few months, but I'm happy to announce that this year we have a new permanent co-host, very very excited to reintroduce this person to anyone who has listened
1: before you've heard her voice and it is none other than trisha thanks kim for introducing me i'm so excited to be on as co-hosting the podcast i feel like the episodes we've done in the past have been so much fun and have been so enlightening for me. I've learned so much just about myself and in talking with you um, on various topics, so I'm excited for this journey and the opportunity. You know how
0: Usher discovered Justin Bieber? I feel like I discovered a unicorn, to be honest. I I feel, and I, I, I can promise, right, anyone who's listening, I guarantee you that you will see Trisha on some very big thing. You will have such impact in this world. And I'm very happy to say that she started from the Lucid in Translation podcast. So welcome aboard, Trish.
1: That is so funny that you mentioned Usher and Justin Bieber, because I was just thinking about them yesterday <laughs> and that whole thing. So it's crazy that you mentioned them. Yes, Lucid in Translation is the OG platform, and I hope that we both make it big. Yes, we're meant I'm to. excited
0: to allow your talents to shine. But speaking of talents, so we both just took this O-Net Interest Profiler, and you can explain more about it, but from what I know, it's a website where you can take a test and it tells you, based off of your interest, what jobs will best fit you. And I thought this was an excellent way to start off the new year to sort of check in on how we're doing, what type of direction we'd like to lead our lives?
1: Yeah, so if you go to onaonline.org there's different career clusters, occupations, advanced searches you could do. Pretty much every job in the world is listed out on this website and you can get more information on each job, including salary information. And Kim and I thought it would be a good idea to take this test and just kind of see what comes up for us because it's always good to get ideas. The world is changing and if we want to also kind of change, we want to, you know, find the things that are best fit for us, um, profession wise as well. So when we took the test, there are six different interests that show up um, or that you'd get categorized into. And typically, most people get their top three. And then based on your top three interests, you can get matched with different professions. Um, So we'll be sharing a little bit about our interests that came up. I actually Don't know yours, Kim, so I'm interested in hearing what yours are. Um.
0: So the six interest results that you could get is realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprising, and conventional. So it determines that off of a list of 60 questions where you sort of rank your interests from least interested to most interested, things like hatching fish in a fish hatchery to building kitchen cabinets, list a diverse range of possible things you could be interested in doing. So the top one for me is Artistic, which I scored 34 on. Next stop is Enterprising, which I got a 10. And then lastly is Investigative, which I got a three.
1: Interesting. Okay, I did not know. I didn't I didn't expect investigative. Actually, you know what? That's not true. I was thinking about you this morning, and I was thinking about what results would Kim get, and I thought you might get investigative, but it was between investigative and realistic. So that's very cool. We have two out of three that match between the two of us. Yeah. You know what's funny?
0: I scored a zero on realistic.
1: Oh, you scored a zero? Okay. (laughs) So did I, actually. I scored a zero on realistic. (laughs) That's not, I mean, I think realistic, so just to preface um, what these six are and what they mean very quickly. So realistic um, occupations involve work that include like physical hands-on problems, um, dealing with like plants or animals, um, with like materials. So I think building cabinets, like that's more of like a realistic job or yeah, Ah. setting up a set for like a play and doing the manual labor portion of it. Um, Along with paperwork-oriented jobs as well, and investigative um, occupations, they require critical thinking, searching for facts, and kind of figuring out problems mentally, Um, being very analytical, so I can see that in you for sure. And then artistic, you know, involves working with like artsy stuff, self-expression, doesn't really follow a clear set of rules. Social occupations are more like communicating with, teaching people, providing service to others. Enterprising is carrying out different projects, decision making, risk taking, dealing with business. And then conventional like follows a routine set of procedures, like recurring tasks. Um, I know a lot of jobs have like quarterly duties, so you know it's kind of coming up throughout the year, and what your tasks are. So yeah, there's usually like a clear line of authority to follow. So. Um, how do you feel about your results?
0: <laughs> I feel that is quite fitting to get artistic as my top choice. Enterprising and investigative, I definitely align to as well. I I do see why like realistic, social, and conventional would rank so low for me. I scored just a one on conventional and social. So these results were very fitting. How about you? What did you get as your top three?
1: my number one with 24 points i think they're points is enterprising and then my number two with 22 points was artistic and then my number three with 19 was social so it's a enterprising artistic social and then investigative i got 14 conventional i got nine and realistic i got zero i noticed that they don't add up to the same I think I have more points. Yeah, it should be 60, right? That's what I thought, but I have way more than 60. Um, I don't know exactly how many, but I got scored pretty high in enterprising, artistic, and social in the 20s or near the 20 range. So I don't know why that's the case. Maybe it's the way you answer the questions, but I think we overlap on artistic and enterprising.
0: Yes. So how do you feel about your results? Because you also had social, which I didn't get.
1: Yeah, I think if we dig a little bit into the careers that fit your interests um, and prep level a little bit more, then we could probably see the disparities, because yours is investigative and then mine is social, and that's why we're different. So I think I'm curious to see where the careers would differ between those two. I love my picks. I don't see myself doing anything conventional. I'm not touching things and doing realistic work and <laughs> and investigative. Um I'm very head heavy, so I need to get out of my head in problem solving mode and more into my body. I always say that. So I'm pretty satisfied with the three, but I have made very incorrect career decisions based on these three that I've gotten. I'll say that.
0: Oh, haven't haven't we all? Yes. <laughs> so after we answer the 60 questions, you get to select a job zone, which is basically the amount of preparation you would need for each career. So we both selected job zone 4 because we both have a bachelor's and from that, I guess I could get into the results I got for the careers that fit my interests the best along with the preparation level. So the top choices for me is art director, choreographer, commercial and industrial designer, editor, film, video editor, graphic designer, I have a music director, composer here, a poet, creative writer, news analyst, reporter, journalist, which I'm happy to see because I did have a journalism background. So I, I took a lot of detours. So it's nice to know that at least my major is somewhat aligned to what I meant to do. I also got special effects artist, animator, technical writer, video game designer, writer, author. So you get the gist.
1: Yeah, so those are all like your... Best fits for job zone four, right? Mm -hmm. So I know um, job zone four is like, you know, basically like a bachelor's degree. Each job zone indicates your level of education. Do you want to share what you got for the other job zones?
0: Job zone five is extensive preparation. So the top choice for me would be an architect or a set and exhibit designer. So those are the best fits. The great fits would be an art therapist Uh, a clergy, a sociologist, political scientist, philosophy, religious teacher. Um, So I guess a lot more academic, which is understandable for more extensive preparation. So what what did you get for your Job Zone 5?
1: So I've taken this test twice, but I've gotten pretty similar results both times, just a couple of additions one time and but the same results for job zone five which would be if you got like i don't know a phd or a master's degree or extensive level of education for me i got administrative law judges educators hearing officers mediators conciliators clergy industrial organizational psychologist lawyer law teacher post-secondary political science teacher post-secondary The only one that resonated with me was lawyer, because at one point I did think about becoming one.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting that you got a different type of teacher, because I got more of, like, English literature foreign language teacher, post-secondary, and also, like, a philosophy and religion.
1: So that would be if we got, like, educated, educated, (laughs) we could go after these jobs. I got, I, I could totally see architect for you. That is so fitting, I feel like. I could totally see you designing all buildings and all types of things.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe in another life. I could totally see you doing law also.
1: Yeah, definitely not in this life. Maybe, maybe I'll pull a Kim Kardashian.
0: (laughs) That is very possible. All right, so what did you get for job zone one, which is the least amount of preparation?
1: So job zone one... I actually got those door-to-door sales workers, news and street vendors, and related workers for Job Zone 1. And Job Zone 1 is like little or no prep, so I could be a door-to-door sales worker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how come I don't see my Job Zone 1?
1: Maybe there is nothing that would fit you in Job Zone 1? I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I'm only seeing from job zone two to job zone five.
1: Yeah, maybe they didn't find any results for you. I don't even have one of those best fit or great fit puzzle pieces next to this. It's just, but the first time I took it, I got for job zone one, amusement and recreation attendant and barista.
0: When you initially took this for the first time, what phase of life were you? Have you noticed any patterns with when you would take this test and the results you got?
1: Yeah. So that's a good question because when the first time i took it i got almost the same results enterprising artistic and social i still got the same three but my points have gotten higher so the first time i took it i had 21 19 13 for enterprising artistic social and now it's 24 22 19 so somewhere maybe i guess i became more enterprising artistic social i don't know if that's what it means but the job Uh, For job zone 4, which is also my job zone, um, given the bachelor's degree, I have pretty much the same picks, just more narrowed down. So initially I got a bunch of picks, but now I got for job zone 4, broadcast announcer, radio disc jockey, legislator, news analyst, reporter, journalist, producer, director, public relations specialist, talent director, training and development manager. And then the first time I took it, I had a couple of other things in there, like media programming director, interior designer, art director, editor, music director, composer, video game designer, which I don't understand, and, you know, writer, author. So kind of all in the same creative zone, oh, but a yeah. lot of... we have some overlap. Mm-hmm. We, we do. But I think mine is more broadcasting-based, and yours seems a lot more artistic. Oh yeah, I also had
0: Broadcast Announcer and Radio Disc Jockey, but that's under Great Fit. It's not a best fit for me. So I guess like out of all the results you got, what would you say is something you're striving for, personally? Like What do you feel like is the best fit for you?
1: It's crazy you asked this, because if, if I had narrowed it down, <laughs> I would be in that profession right now. But... A little bit of what we're doing right now, talking to each other, having this natural conversation, technically it's a form of broadcast communication. Not broadcast, but it's communication. So a lot of these have to do with communication. The enterprising aspect is, you know, you're announcing, you're broadcasting, it's going out to a lot of people, it's impact-based, but the artistic component of being a broadcast announcer or a journalist is you're kind of free to talk about whatever topic you wanna talk about you're uninhibited unless you're working for a company and you know they have set things that you need to be discussing but that's kind of what i see here um i think anything that has to do with people and communications and maybe media would be a great fit from what i'm seeing here right now what about for you Mm,
0: yeah i feel like your results are quite front-facing whereas mine is more back end which is what i prefer i don't love being front and center like the main talent or anything I would say, due to all my interest and all the hobbies I have, I guess an art director would encompass everything. So I feel like that is something I could be striving for, because under the umbrella of things you know I have like film video editors you know graphic designers um you know I'm getting into like music this year like I'm posing so a bunch of different aspects I feel like go under that umbrella of an art director
1: I think your picks are so spot on I've always seen you as someone very artistic hands-on looking at the creative vision of how things are put together and produced and I feel like your results definitely align with that and i I'm surprised I got some artistic results because I think I'm a little less like that. And I like to be just more um, speaking, um, empowering through my words. I also got self-enrichment teacher as one of my results. So Mm. I've been told I I should be a coach or a therapist or just someone who I guess like in the space of helping heal other people, um, doing something in that in a very non-medical kind of way. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think these results definitely seem to kind of allude to our natural personalities.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are a certified life coach. Fun fact, if anyone wasn't aware.
1: (laughs) Yes, I did get that certification. It is something I want to do for fun, but I could totally see you as an art art director. And I'm actually quite satisfied with these results. I think sometimes it's... I wonder for all the people who are deep, deep, deep in their careers... If you take one of these career tests or get these results, can it lead to a career switch or can it kind of lead to you questioning the path that you're on? I felt
0: like taking this test reaffirmed everything I was thinking about myself. If anything, it gave me more validation that I am doing something right with my life. So if you were to select someone you feel best encompasses the type of person you want to be, I suppose like a role ball, right, in this respective field... Who would you
1: choose? Absolutely, absolutely. You might even know I'm going to choose this person. Oprah. Oprah,
0: Oprah. <laughs>
1: my idol. She, we love Oprah over here. We love Oprah. Oprah is Oprah. <laughs> I should just frame a picture of Oprah in my room. Actually, Oprah's on my vision board, so I'll be meeting Oprah soon. But... <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think just her starting off in radio, she was a radio disc jockey, which is my number one result here, kind of interesting, you know, the broadcast announcer, radio disc jockey, and then being recognized for the impact of her voice, you know, no one knew, I guess, what she looked like, they just heard her voice on radio, and she derived a huge following that way, and then got invited onto actual, like, television, and then things kind of went forth from there. And she's been able to build her own media company now, and um, it's interesting because she has, like, her own, like, Oprah's favorite things, you know, Oprah's favorite things, like, section on her website, and... Um, you know, that's like a big deal. And I love shopping and I love reviewing products and finding the best products. So I'm like, wow. Or like Oprah's book club. Yeah, or Oprah's book club. I just think she's so versatile. One thing that's really important to me is education for women um, and the, everything she's done in Africa, you know, founding her girls school. Um, to help the girls there, like, be educated. I mean, that just, that entire effort resonates with me as well. So I wish that I could do what Oprah is doing. What about you, though? Who's, like, your person?
0: I am very inspired by Donald Glover, actually. I feel like he's doing everything I want to do. He writes, he produces, he acts. He does so many different things and I feel like you can't really define him as one person like sure you can say like a yeah, childish gambino musical artist but I I don't like having a specific label because I like to be free enough to delve into whatever curiosity that you know picks my interest so that is the type of person like I want to be like I want to continue exploring different fields uh forms of expression and creativity, you just like continually experience different things and you know, if I like it, I'll like it, I'll pick it up, Um, and if I don't, at least I know that I don't, so that's the type of person I want to continue being, Just and being able to express myself in whatever type of venue that is, or platform.
1: With Donald Glover, like, and I guess even with Oprah, if you had to find with him what his original kind of forte was before he got into all the other stuff. what is his like og skill or like his core competency?
0: yeah probably like comedy or acting i believe. yeah i don't think he started off with a musical background at all.
1: everyone kind of starts somewhere and then uses that skill set in other fields and areas. so i like this whole like with the onet these interest results they kind of capture your essence and bringing that essence to like a lot of different fields. Um, exp- like you could bring it to so many different fields. You're not siloed to just like one thing. And that's why I like the approach that the site used to, to kind of categorize people broadly into six different areas to see how you work as a person. Because, yeah, you could be a great architect, but you could also be a great art director. But uh, both fields kind of utilize, um, they have like overlapping skill sets. That's important.
0: Yeah, I like how this site gives you a lot more options because I feel like I took something very similar in high school and the results weren't as extensive. And I especially didn't break down like the levels of preparation. I think when I took it in high school, my top pick was like a game designer, which is like loosely connected with the results I'm getting now. But yeah, by far, this has been the most extensive resource I've used. And I feel like I want to try this again at the end of the year, maybe like a yearly thing just to see how, how things have changed, like, like you've done.
1: Yeah, for sure. We're at 2022, and the very first time I took this was, I think, May 2020. I believe I took it somewhere in between two, sometime in 2021, and then now I'm taking it. So just to see that these results, I just got more points in the same areas, um, was very affirming for me. But I agree, this should definitely be an annual thing because people change and our interests change, or like we add new things on. So I'm curious to see where we'll be a year from now.
0: Yeah, we were literally just talking about how how many changes we're seeing in others too and it has broadened my perspective on things
1: yeah for sure i think year after year we change and we add things on and who knows like maybe the things we did in our prior jobs fed into the decision like how we answered these questions maybe we would have never gotten these picks if it weren't for the experiences we had before and I think one thing leads to another. So you might have a career experience or an entirely new experience this year, which would which will change the outcome of your picks in the future and get you closer and closer to the desired outcome.
0: When you sent me this link before and I was taking it originally, I was deciding on my answer based off of my enjoyment at the moment, right? So, for example, building a kitchen cabinet. I'm like, okay, you know what? I am interested in woodworking, But this time around, I was thinking, oh, I have to frame this in a way where I have to answer Will I enjoy doing this the rest of my life? Like, will I enjoy building kitchen cabinets my entire life? No. And so it was a direct no interest for me. But I think typically when I take these tests, I'm very, my results swing quite neutral, at least previously. I'm always pretty much in the center because I could see myself doing, like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that too. But this really made me answer okay but do i love doing this Will i enjoy doing this for a career my entire life
1: yeah it's interesting you mentioned that because i also thought of it similarly but then i also thought kitchen cabinet could be alluding to anything so let's say you had your own card paper card making company in the future and you make like greeting cards and stuff and sell them that's a hands-on thing it would founder realistic the same way that that making cabinets would fonder that would be like realistic and artistic but if you would enjoy something like that then I always wonder should I answer this kitchen cabinet question literally in terms of cabinets or in terms of like the hands-on task of like doing something which could be like making something or crafting it creation so it's hard it's it's tough maybe taking it multiple times with a different mindset and seeing how the results compare could be a good way of looking at it
0: Yeah, this was a very useful resource to have. Where did you even discover this website?
1: I have been on a career hunt, and I have been trying to find my path, and I think I've just looked up so many different websites. Um, I go on Reddit, I find people's recommendations on what would be a great website to just career find, like, research on different types of careers, and a really accurate and good career test, and Onet Online always comes up as one of the top ones, and it's free. You know, we don't want to be paying like lots of money for these things um, because everyone has their own opinions on how on the efficacy of career tests. So it was free. It's good. It works.
0: I like how you didn't have to put in any information at all. You didn't have to input your email address so they can spam you with emails later on nope this was like very quick
1: yeah it's very quick highly recommend you don't have to share any information it's absolutely free and if you're curious about any occupation they literally have every single career cluster occupation listed including jobs in the stem fields um and they get pretty detailed so like i thought it was interesting that they separated you know broadcast announcing from other news-based jobs and and really like broke them down And you can actually click into them and and get information, including what sorts of skill sets you would need um, and what day-to-day looks like. So a great way to research.
0: Oh, aha. I see. Whoa. Just clicked on art director. So it breaks it down by like knowledge, skills, abilities, personality, technology, education, job, outlook. That's a lot.
1: It's a lot of information. And they have it for, you know, every single occupation. So it's super useful if you're looking for a career switch or to kind of um, do something different in your existing field. And also seeing how, like, these different careers are categorized. You might find a certain cluster group. Like, I used to work in finance. Nothing has ever come up for me in these results, (laughs) like, even half related to what I was doing before. Um, So I get a lot of the arts and entertainment Um, fields like results in those fields so quite enlightening not a surprise that I left my previous position to do something different
0: (laughs) now do you feel if you could go back and change time and sort of edit your life would you have selected something different a different major different path or do you feel like it was all very timely for this to happen right now
1: I'm so glad you asked that because normally I would say I absolutely wish I could edit. I majored in finance. I also um, minored in women's and gender studies. I would not change the women's and gender studies. I wish I had done something um, in media, communications, maybe film, maybe even psychology. I think that my business background is useful though and I can add on these other fields as like extended education and who knows maybe I wouldn't have appreciated this side of myself if things hadn't gone this the way that they did maybe I wish I double majored and did both so yeah I wish I could have added those things on some media studies of some sort what about you are you happy with what you studied? do you wish you added something on
0: so I ended up with journalism after going through like engineering and pre-business so I think I did land on a major that fit me at the time I do really like writing but I guess it would have been cool to perhaps pursue like film more seriously and maybe hone in on writing specifically for you know like maybe broadcast writing or learning more about screenplays earlier on but you know I don't I don't regret it if anything I feel I have more of a drive now to learn about all these things myself. I don't think it's always necessary to have to go through schooling through an institution, especially, you know, something in the more creative field anyway. So, I nope, I, I don't think I would edit anything. I think, you know, I I do run with a mentality that things are meant to be when it's right.
1: Agreed, agreed. I think we're just uncovering different layers of our personality. Um, year after year and most people don't even end up in what they majored in anyways or they end up doing something a little bit different with it so I'm quite satisfied
0: yeah no me too so I think
1: this was really cool we'll get back to you in a year perhaps with new results but I think this will, this is, this will be a really useful tool for me to career search and I highly recommend the onatonline.org um, to anyone who's just curious as well if you're feeling stuck in your career sponsor me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This does sound like a sponsorship, but yeah, thank you so much for bringing this website to light. I think it's an amazing resource, Um, and like we mentioned, maybe we should do this yearly. (laughs) But yeah, what a way to start the new year. Trisha and I are in the works of rebranding the podcast entirely, so be on the lookout for some new content. Hopefully now that we've solidified having you as a permanent co-host, things will be a lot more consistent so we will be aiming for at least bi-weekly episodes. I think we can at least commit to that. How, how are you feeling?
1: Come join us on the journey, everyone. <laughs> the journey of figuring yourself out. I feel good. I'm super excited to be co-hosting the podcast with you and just the versatility of the things that we talk about and how we kind of align our journeys to our different um, types of content. So it's great. It's like... It's like a chapter book, and each episode is like a chapter. That's how it's felt for me. And depending on my interest that week, or at the time, or the stage of life that I've been in, we've kind of um, talked about that together on these episodes. And I think that's what it's all about. So I'm super excited to be working with you and for more episodes coming up in the future.
0: Thank you so much for listening this far. If you want to contact us we have an email lucentranslation at gmail.com for any inquiries we also have an instagram which is also in the works for rebranding it's at lucent and translation hopefully by this month we'll have or by next month we might have a youtube video ready for you guys so also lucent translation for youtube thank you so much for tuning in i hope everyone has an amazing start to the brand new year and hopefully you'll stick along with us for this journey